Hello, Holly. All right. Yeah, we had Hello. That. Let's not fuck with it again. <laughs> is it recording? Yes. It is recording. I won't touch a thing. Oh. Everyone take mi- a couple of seconds the to first, just. Yeah. That was that was a team building exercise, and I feel like you now know what you're no doing. No one called anyone a dick. I'm sorry. Did you I say we now know what we're doing? We don't know what we're doing. Pethard <laughs> <laughs> says playback sorted. Oh. The first few minutes of this episode are going to be super tense. We'll just. Um, I'm, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling good. Um, <laughs> I'm ready to punch something so in myself. If you can't tell by uh, the way we're talking, we just had a, an hour <laughs> session. Yeah, so we uh, we met to record. That's like every, an hour ev- session. Ev- everyone, everyone arrived about just the back of seven. <laughs> and it is now quarter past eight and we've just started recording. And would you believe, but also, you know, at a place at, with a recording studio. <laughs> and, um, if not, if, if for nothing else than to taunt us. All know. the gear and no idea. Ex- uh, exactly. Um, Sitting in a recording studio and not one of us have an idea how to record shit. That's, yeah. Some uh, some uh, some googling was had. Some googling. Some googling was had. Get that get that door pushed over. Just, on the keep phone. the keep it here. On the phone to my text. Uh, get some welly, Stevie. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. But I said, no, no, I'm proud of it. No one shouted. No one got. It was like it's that. I felt you were tense. Let's 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 clear the air now. I felt you were tense. You walked outside. (laughs) I was singing. I had a cigarette, and I was like, all right. I was getting. Hold on. You came up like the boss. Like he was like, look, I pay you guys to get this podcast rolling. I'm going out for it. No, what is is as I'm always really aware that when there's an issue, if there's one or two people at it. I don't then want to like too many cooks. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, as well, when we've got a guest on, I then start to get my anxiety flares up. I felt it. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm just like, oh, I feel like such a dick. Well, I said oh, actually, I, I like said that one wee catchphrase, and then you threatened to run this makeup <laughs> mask. So, <laughs> what was that catchphrase, TV? Perfectly splendid. <laughs> See, as well, I always Sorry, get George. told off for that. So I'll I'll say what I think in my head is funny. But I forget how deep my voice is, <laughs> <laughs> and people often assume that I'm being threatening. When I'm in, I'm like, I'm really sorry. You're a large man with <laughs> a deep voice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So yeah, Mike. Look, I, I was afraid. Tense. I was so, afraid. Look, I want. I want to apologise. <laughs> I know I come off. I know this is monkey sword fight, Patrick. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's all good. We're fine. I was fe- I was feeling the pressure too because it's like. I've got it working the last like three times. <laughs> You've got so a now I'm like, oh shit. I was feeling it. I'm like, I'm I'm digital. I should be able to do something like this. <laughs> really and I went, you know, but an hour in, yeah, we're both digital. <laughs> um, and around, I went, well, maybe we should just Google it, but I'm not sure if that helped or me not. Mike, but I mean, me and Mike had this conversation not long after Andy Mac jacked, and we're just like, how have we done this for almost three years and we've never thought to just peek over his shoulder and see what he's doing? Well, because he was a professional and he had it all set up before yeah, we all. got there. <laughs> so that's that was his... Uh... Well, that's it. When I seen him in action, he was always tweaking knobs and stuff while you were talking. I tweaked I tweak my knob during the podcast. <laughs> that's, what I went, that's what I went outside. Hey I went outside to tweak my knob to relax. He thought I was smoking. It was just crime action out there on the balcony. Oh, man. It was refreshing. Yeah. But I feel good, right? We're now we're sat in a nice cozy office. Yeah. Yep. Nice yeah. comfy. Couch. So I feel like we should set the scene a bit as well. So we're um yeah. down at Ice Factory. Down we at the ice are fact. for the, the third week running in a third Ooh. different location. Not in the nightclub, but we're in my office. I really want to get one in the nightclub. We get access to a nightclub. Is in that something we no could do? Chance. Bastard, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I feel like you need like do you drink whiskey? 
I don't drink whiskey, no. What, what's, your, what's your drink of choice? Oh, probably a gin, definitely, a gin, or a red oh, wine. I've, I've grown into the red wine now. I'm getting older, and I'm like drinking red, a lot See, of I was wine. I was going to say that to me. I've grown into whiskey. I now have two bottles of whiskey that I actually Ooh, quite enjoy. A night. Oh, would you <laughs> not a night, I wish. Maybe the night, anyway. I was given a bottle of Laphroaig for my birthday oh, off of Matthew, which is good, but not with ice. That was the first whiskey I realised the changes. I remember I got one in a pub, or was a couple of drops of water, and then I got one in a hotel, and there was ice in it. I was like, this tastes like shit. Mm. That also, it, man. for also, uh, for my mate's wedding, so as his best man, he gave me a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of Jura. Oh, oh yeah, I like Jura. it's yeah. fucking delicious. It's good stuff. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy now. I was going to say, this office, what you need in the corner is you need one of those kind of decanter sets. Oh, I know. And I'm when going. you have a hard day, oh, like... I slam your laptop, like, walk over, just pour yourself a drink. I don't have many long, like, lifelong goals to achieve. I'm more of a day-to-day kind of guy. <laughs> to get one of those globes that opens up into like a, a drinks cabinet is like up there. And I've seen one. You know that, you know that weird lighting shop next to Marini's. Mm-hmm. There's there was one in there, oh, and it was about eight hundred quid. <laughs> Mate, I swear, then I was just you like, you can get one cheaper. Than that. I know like, you can, but I was just about want a proper one. Yeah. I didn't want like a shitey one. Like one off wish. <laughs> like one I'll do. I'll do a wee no. shout out for another business down here. Ice Factory, but next door is Fiona's Finds, and she does like, she she goes and finds lots of different things. So guaranteed in that yard, you'll find some really some. old school. She's got trolleys and stuff down there. So that's uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays down there. I'm not doing ads on the show. <laughs> I've got a decanter. I got a given a decanter off my mate, which was filled with rum because I wasn't a whiskey guy. So all right, um, but I don't even want to put the whiskey in it because it's in these really nice bottles. Yeah, but Aww. what happens, with, like, you see that in the movies, especially, like, during the, like, the late 80s and early 90s, so that during the movies, like, can you drink on the job? Is that well, okay? Say, it was always job? that sort of, I like, mean, do it now. it was like what? that Mad Men type of thing. They're always just sparking up in the middle of the office and yeah. pouring a whiskey at two in the <laughs> afternoon. I think, I think I feel it was like a lot more acceptable back in the day. If it I, was. If, I yes. have a, if I'm having a whiskey at two in the afternoon, I'm either having a really good day or a really bad day. <laughs> like, there's no in between. It's not. I'm not having an okay day. I'm either having a belter or a shitter. Yeah. The, uh... Should we just, let's should just we keep it rolling? Should, should we just scrap the intro? Scrap the intro. Too stressed. We got Holly here. Yeah, yeah we're joined yeah. by by Holly Irvin. Do uh, that about a twist tonight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just I think the thing. So we're yeah, you may want to introduce me. I don't think you've introduced me yet. So we are here with the owner of High Beat Digital and Perf Life. Yeah. We are here with the co-owner or co-owner, yeah. co-owner of the Velvet Lounge Studio. Yeah. Um, uh, my my part time boss, <laughs> my first time editor. Editor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we've we're, we've been down. We've been using the space close to Holly's uh, office for a while now. Um, we are currently looking for new premises, so please hit us up. Otherwise, we're going to become a nomad podcast, <laughs> and everyone else can watch us get stressed. <laughs> As you say that, she's like your part time boss. I can see it now. Like you come, you emailed her or something to, to put up on the website, and it's just not good enough. Yeah. So in order to tell you that is shit, she has to go to the decanter. She has to pour herself <laughs> a drink. <laughs> look out the window. Look out this great window here on the corner. To set the scene, so like for those who know the ice factory, there's the the courtyard outside. We used to get. The, the horse meat burgers at 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and you are absolutely steaming <laughs> drunk. Uh, and there's just, at the entrance, there's just like up a set of stairs and there's a window looks out onto the courtyard. And I was saying, it's like being in a sort of a film. And you see the club owner looking out on and then we turn around to a guy that owes him money. So it feels like me and Mike are the nervous guys in the couch. He's like, yeah. hey, yo, man, I get you your money. Your package yeah. was light this week. <laughs> that, that, that door there, that's where the guy will bust through a baseball bat. No one's getting through that door. I can yeah. you can really <laughs> close it. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, so we've got Holly back on, so we're going we're gonna to chat some shit about um, the the running theme as well as just how, how COVID and the shit show of a year has affected the... Uh, 
the working lady and the working man, the working people. The working people. Um, and get into it, yeah, so... <laughs> Feeling a little bit more relaxed now. Feel yeah, like me too. Feel I feel like my tin of monsters kicking as well. I know I had a coffee That's an hour ago nice and I would like totally one of those now. Can we <laughs> chat about uh, energy drinks before we actually launch into the show? Yeah, absolutely. What well, I, I got one today, right? Have okay. you seen this one? This is called uh, Rain Total Body Fuel. Why is the packaging so aggressive for energy? Just <laughs> because oh, it's, it's. I don't that's know. The, the reason I think I think if we're all honest, there's a there's a market that energy drinks are aimed oh, at and that is bro dudes chaos yeah. <laughs> oh my god i'm so amped yeah but they're not are they aggressive dudes though but it's, it's yeah but they're meant to look masculine I yeah think, they want to look cool with a can like mm. if energy juice cans were i don't know not like that but not the, monster not rain I with was, a big i was wondering about the things like rain like the lesser like known ones because i feel like everyone has their 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 energy drink. I've I, had that. I, I think I think it tastes like. I either get the white tin sugar free one or I get the tropical punch. Yeah. I'm a 36 p blue spark kind of guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've been there. What was the one in the place they shall I've not be there. named? They used to have one in the clutch machines. <laughs> what was it? It was like blue charge or something. <laughs> yeah, well, that, was, they, that was like right as I started. And they got rid of it. I think that, that people like, got in trouble. So for anyone who does, basically, it came in the wee like clicks cups, but it was an energy drink, and I can only assume it was. The syrup they put in before they dilute it, because <laughs> yeah. this shit was like cocaine in a cup. Like I swear, God, like if you didn't drink it fast enough, it ate to the bottom the, of the, the cup. They, they had to remove it because folk, like if they're if they're having like good sales days, or like folk were just tanning eight or nine of these, and they were just like triple triple espressos. Well, that's how you. Well, not for that drink. That's how Jordan and I met. We were in a team where we where if you got sales, you they were giving out. Well, I don't know what was going on. Were they giving <laughs> out just red, not Red Bulls? It was it was, it was Rockstar. It was Rockstar. Rockstars, yeah. So we would get like five sales in a day and and just <laughs> sprint home. With <laughs> our shirts do, off, do, like, you remember, do you remember the day that I I absolutely killed? It? I got like a fucking <laughs> like a ridiculous amount of sales one day to the point where my manager's like. John, go to come off the phone and take, <laughs> take the walkie-talkie for a bit. And I was just like sprinting around the day. Like, come on, guys, we got calls. You guys are right. You guys are right. You guys are right. You got very well for Wall Street. I, I had to. I had to get a Valium off my cousin to try and get sure. to sleep that night. Full, like honestly, I was like, I was, couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep. <laughs> Four in the morning, like staring at the ceiling, like whoa. Next day, literally felt like I was coming down off crack. <laughs> what what powers your day? Out? Are you a coffee drinker or do you go with the energy drink? Uh, anything, mostly coffee, and then uh, like a wee Red Bull. I do like a Lucasade. No, yeah. I don't know if we're doing brand names, but what's your what's your Lucasade? Lucasade, uh, oh, just original. I'm not oh, one of these solid. kind of monstery rain things. I think the market it's just they're for blokes, aren't they? They're no like See, I don't I just, know, maybe not. I, I just I like the taste of the the white one. I try and take before the show. And then no I'll sugar either, like no. Yeah. See, that one I take. Like I'll treat myself to a wee tropical punch once a week. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to as depression as it is at 31 zero, I'm trying to watch how much sugar I take you have to man well, like, you have to I've got such a history of heart disease in my family yeah. and if it's not that heart sugar disease free? it's going to be the cancer that You're right. is it oh, it's very good it's probably my favourite you got life really insurance they <laughs> won't insure me 31 year old with two fucked knees and a 20 a day smoker I'm getting insured for no one <laughs> <laughs> but uh, original look at it it just Love reminds original. me of being mm. sick when I was yeah, younger but in a good too. way I don't like thinking about it. When it came in the big glass bottle. Yeah. Like, you weren't oh, well. I think I was too You weren't well. Your mum would walk in with, like, a tin <laughs> of soup and a big bottle of Lucasade original. That was, like, the staple. Yeah. And do you know, I don't know if they still put it on the bottles, but I remember thinking, this is a bit messed up. Because when I was a kid, I read the bottle when I was sick. And it said on the bottle, this is not to replace the fluids lost 
through diarrhea or something like that. Oh, it said that on. Don't do put diarrhea on my food. Do you know mind the the Lucas tablets you used to get? Yes. yes. Oh man, those things. Do they were sell them in the chemist? Or it's like, it's like Barocca shop, or right. something like that you uh, get now. Like it's like energy cr- tablets. Like it's tablets. like anything back in the 90s, man. It was just like, let's just see what happens when we eat this. <laughs> like, it'll be okay. Drinking Calpol to get to sleep. <laughs> I done that. I, I couldn't sleep the other day, so I, I tanned a couple of dissolvable sulfur dolls. Okay. What's sulfur dolls? It's, 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 like, it's like codeine that you drop in water and it dissolves. Oh, oh right. yeah. The I remember once playing American football down in somewhere down south and I was like we won the game but I was fucking beat up by the end of it and somebody had a pack of these dissolved ones so I took three and I just crushed them into a bottle of Lucasade and, and we just swirled it around and just sipped my cocktail all the way back oh, to the lovely. oh man I didn't, f- I didn't feel a thing it was beautiful um, do we have any feedback from last week's show Michael? Uh, we do have feedback I think there was quite a few things show. that got put up yeah, yeah, it was. It's been a busy week on the uh, on the old. There's a bra or no that I want. I feel personally attacked by, but we'll get to that. We'll get to <laughs> that. Um, Stephen, uh, Stephen Stash Tash calling you out about uh, your American football team. I think I so I I can do you want to read out the comment because I feel I felt I was very clear, but I'll. I'll yeah, so he put <laughs> he put this in, in quotes. My interest in American football is not lifelong, so I'm a bit of a glory hunter. But what did you pick the wrong team? Gase was the Dolphins coach for three years, and the Jets hired him uh, three years before the Jets hired him, and he's way more popular with Finns fans now because I they play in the same division. So I, I would, li- I think, I'd like to clarify my comments. So, in terms of being a glory hunter, I should have said I'm more of a fair weather fan. Okay, so that makes more sense. Like yeah. I didn't know anything about American football apart from that I was playing it, and I still, <laughs> even when for playing it for two years, I still don't fully understand all of the rules. Mm-hmm. And I picked the Jets, like I've always said. I usually go for a New York team. And they play in green and white. Yeah. Out of the two New York teams, you've got Mike and the Giants here. He's all red, white, I and blue. I know Giants out today. I was yeah. never going <laughs> to... For a, Just again to set the scene, Mike's rocked up in a Giants jumper, a Giants scarf, and, and a Yankee hat. Yankee yeah, I just own a lot of New York. Hey, I'm from New York. <laughs> really missing As if you today. didn't know, yeah. yeah. But yeah, just quite... I think instead of saying Glory Hunter, I should have said I'm a fair weather fan. Yeah. It's funny because the... Uh, <laughs> and Andy Henderson will tear me up, up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fair weather fan, too. But... Um, the Jets last on Sunday they had four yards in the second half, four uh, net yards in the second half. But they, they were up as well in the first. They half. were up. They were leading at one point. Four net yards in the second half. Shocking. Anyway, anyway uh, carry on. Greg Forsyth said nothing funnier than listening to the podcast in half speed on iOS podcast. Stevie, Stevie sounds extra special. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. Eh? Such a way though. Have you ever done? I don't know if I actually put the speed up and it sounded like I was listening like. Six people on cocaine. Alvin oh in God, the chat. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I, I, I read that that's good if you're like learning something. It, it's good to put it on just to get it, you know, get it through. It makes you listen a lot more. Mm-hmm. Okay. I tried it, but I yeah, but I've tried it. I can't. I can't do it. See, you I've know. been struggling with podcasts this week, man, because a lot of the podcasts I listen to are Scottish football ones, and I don't want to hear about Celtic just now because <laughs> it really fucks with my happiness. Uh, Stevie also mentioned because we were talking about the Washington football team and them changing their name. Uh, and I said it was the Red Tails, but I wasn't sure where it came from. Uh, so we said the Red Tails were the first group of African American airmen to serve. It was Tuskegee, a bit the Tuske- Tuskegee, uh, Tuskegee airmen. airmen yes, yeah. uh, it, I, I did. I knew. I knew. Do I know? Do you know who I know about that? Oh, <laughs> they get the museum too. <laughs> What's what that? were they oh, on one a, of the displays? Yeah, they're, or one of, they're one of the displays in the Smithsonian. No oh, I don't think <laughs> That's how it. I know who they are. <laughs> Wait, did you see the second one? I've seen all three, mate. Underrated uh, films. Three. Good. Underrated okay. films. I've never yeah. seen, seen one. Is it on Disney? Uh, pause it. The first one's in the New York Museum. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one's in the Smithsonian. I've not. I've only seen number one. The third one's in the is in a London museum. All oh. very good films. I'll uh, have to do a few yeah, of them. Yeah, definitely. They're good. Ideal Sunday hangover films. Yeah. That's the crack. He says it's uh, maybe uh, maybe a wee bit of virtue signaling to go from a name that's against a slur to Native Americans to say, hey, look at us, we we celebrate servicemen that nobody wanted. So, uh, football team, I guess, is the, yeah. uh, the best solution. Washington, Washington FT. Yes, Washington FT. There's also a couple of good Facebook posts that we uh, we put up. One about washing dishes that got a lot more <laughs> yeah. a lot more engagement so than I thought was actually going to I'll, I'll, I'll pull it off for you so you can see what it was about. Yeah. So uh, it's in what order do you wash these dishes? So there's four photos on the, on the post. One was silverware, so your forks, your cutlery. Uh, two was plates, three was cups, and four was pots. Mm. And in which order do you wash them? So let, let's we'll do ours, and then we'll read some of the uh, the posts. Steve, in what order do you wash your dishes? Uh, they get launched in the dishwasher. <laughs> I was one of those, <laughs> same as Jordan. Chuck like, in, yeah. No, but hy- hypothetically, let's say I'm washing these by hand. Yeah, I'll probably do the glasses first because I don't want them breaking when I'm banging the forks and the plates and that about. <clears throat> the pots would have stayed on the counter. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even be in the water yet. Uh, no. So you yeah, had the glasses and the plates and the cutlery. So I, three, two, one, four. Three, two, one, four. I think oh, a oh. lot of, well, some people put that, but then there were some nutters out there. <laughs> so when I absolutely have to do dishes, so luckily I just moved home a couple months ago, so they're getting taken care of me now. But uh, thanks, Mum. Um, <laughs> when I have to do dishes, I'll stick the cutlery in for a soak. So water's hot water, yes. cutlery's in for a soak. Okay. That's staying there right till the end, but it needs to soak first. Because, having a bath, you know, innit? Having a bath, having a real good clean. Plus Glasses. The stainless, they're usually silver, so you know. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, silver, come on. Oh, you mean you don't You've have silver cutlery? <laughs> silver cutlery. So All we'll right. do glasses next, then mm-hmm. it'll be plates, and then it'll be pots. But the pots will have been soaking in some hot water and yes. some whatever fairy liquid yeah. in it for a bit. Nice. Is she kidding on you're doing the dishes? I I'll do those dishes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll say this because I always apparently load the dishwasher wrong. And apparently I got pulled up. Not only did I get pulled up, I got pulled up in front of my boy. Oh. Because oh. one of his jobs for his pocket money is to make sure the dishwasher is filled and emptied. Mm-hmm. So I showed him to fill it. And then Megan, she's like, did you fill the dishwasher or did Riley fill the dishwasher? I was like, I showed Riley here to fill the dishwasher. <laughs> and she goes, ah, well, you fucked it. So, so then she added it. She then dragged me out in front of my boy. Wow. Challenging your man. Yeah, she got dropped. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Come here to the party. So I think I'd be, I'd be the same. <laughs> if, for Mom. Some, if for some reason the dishwasher isn't working, you got to do the glasses first when the water's at the cleanest. So okay. you get smudgy glasses. And then again, let's say I'd probably do the cutlery soaking as well, depending on what sort of state, depending on what food's been eaten right. with the cutlery. Fair, fair. Because if yeah. you've got like a pure curried up fork, you didn't want that mm. fucking with your glasses. But things with cheese too. Cheese, cheese sometimes too. sticks Plates, to the Plates, don't even really put them in. You just have to sort of wet the, <laughs> wet the cloth mm. and then give them. So they only really need a doused in if they're properly stubborn. Okay. And then like say, la- last, will be, last will be pots. And I think someone commented this, a possible water change when it comes to the pots. Uh, yes, depending definitely. on how dirty the, the free stuff has been, you might need to just put in a wee fresh batch of H2, isn't it? And it also depends on if folk are scraping their plates clean. Okay, here's the What about dug plates and cat plates then? Do they go in with the normal people dishes? Dug, or dug do they have their own? Do they have their own? Dug licks that clean, mate. Dug licks that clean. Nah, you got Actually, that. I do it separate. Up, I've got, separate. The, I've got separate. the bougiest fucking dog in the world, right? So oh. this little bastard was rescued for the streets, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking, what she was eating? But see, now. Oh, so what we'll start doing is we'll put like a bit of wet food and then cover it with kibble. 
Mm-hmm. This little bitch clears the kibble out the road. Oh, smart, yeah. Eats the wet food and then leaves the That's kibble. That's why you're, meant, you're like, meant to mix it. She's I, but even if it is, she still managed. She's got a nimble tongue, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Nimble tongue. I'm I've already got three titles I'm here. I'm dating. I'm dating. I'm, si- I'm fucking sitting taking notes. I'm like, oh, yo, how are you, how you doing that? Nimble tongue. Robbie, you, Mike. Um, I... I put I forgot what I put on the post, but fuck it. So I would probably go to the the plates first, just because in the the rack that I have, it, it fits best if the plates are there first. Okay. okay. The drying. Uh, after that, I would probably go with the with the cups, the glasses first, just so they don't break. Um, pots, and then I would go. I will silverware. Last. No silverware, and then the pots. Yeah. Because right, the pots. Am I the only person? Just just say you went you went plates, glasses, cutlery, dishes. Two, three, one, four. Two, yeah. three, one, four is what you put. I'll, I'll read out some of the some of the comments. So, Bobby Parker, none fire it in the dishwasher. Fair mm-hmm. enough. There you go. Uh, Johnny Allen put four, two, one, change the water, and then three. Uh, my favorite one here was. Mark Grinley puts three, two, one, four, and his wife just put <laughs> bugger off. You don't wash dishes. <laughs> <laughs> but then, to be fair, this is how you know Called that he right works. Out. This is how you know that he works on a ship and is hundreds of miles away from his wife because he then put it was the order I expect the dishes to be done. <laughs> it's kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Greg for safe. Assuming egg hasn't been put three, one, two, four. Egg stuff needs to be done last. That's yeah, I don't reeks, know what man. he's talking about with that. Um, no. Egg stuff. Egg, egg will get sticky on a fork or on an Oh, egg like you mean like. Yeah. The, the, the so a lot of people here are coming in with water changes. Um, yeah, Becky McKenzie to. last year put three, two, one, four. Logic. Do the stuff with the least <laughs> sauce, etc. On them first, right, whilst Becky. the water is clean. <laughs> P.S. How come there's always a teaspoon left in the basin, no matter what? Like, I can check a hundred times <laughs> and pour the water out and the little bastard is still there. Witchcraft. <laughs> it's true. Um, Billy Morrison, 3214, speaking as a, prof- a former professional cleaner. Uh, Jordan Harris, whatever the other way, ha- the, whatever way the other half decides to do them, showing that sexism is still alive and well in the gay community as well. Oh. <laughs> um, and oh, here, you and McKee put glass first. Nothing worse than going to somebody's house, ask for a drink, and the glass you get was washed by California man. <laughs> What's California man? I think is that not that guy that gets gets frozen in ice? <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was another. And he's basically Florida like a caveman. Man. I'm oh, sure it is. Oh, Calif- oh, California man. Yeah. Calif- um, What's that? I'm sure there's another name for it. Oh, what's that movie? Yeah. You, but the Polly. Yeah, Polly Shore was in it, yeah. but it's a different title. Encino man. Encino yes. man. Yes. Encino yes, man. that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. 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 That's it. Uh, well just as well just while we're, we're wrapping this bit up I want to say thanks again to Gary Monroe who done another couple of really good edits for yes. us as soon as we can figure out how to save them and share them out because it's been a pain in the arse trying to get them yeah, off a message please send them to us and we'll email put them, them us you yeah. fucking amateur <laughs> 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 jokes blue steel we love you um, right so we'll jump in we've talked a lot of shite so far yeah. of, um, Holly hello how are you? hello um, it's me so so it's been a while uh-huh. since the last, yeah, the last time you, had, you were telling us about how you accosted Biffy Clyro over email. Yep. Um, since then, you've started up High Beat Digital. Yep. You've taken over as the co-owner of the Velvet Lounge Studio, which is where we done it last week, and I felt baller in there. Me too. I'll maybe have you back sometime. Oh, hell oh, yes. Wow. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm now angling for an invite next time you just do the live streams, because uh, I'm always so fucking jealous. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, it was so like being in the penthouse. Yeah. Of the Empire State Building. Well, that's that's <laughs> how I feel. You know, I, I 
They do. I mean, I'm not saying who. They do call me the queen of the show road, but, oh, you know. Oh, that's damn. a title from what it would have been 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I got, that's <laughs> one point that out to me after I broadcasted it on Facebook and went, actually, you know that I wouldn't be saying that too much. And I was, was like, yeah, yeah, I didn't realise, but the you know sure, The show road always had a bit of an urban urban myth about it that that's where you could pick up ladies of the night really yep. that and tasty oh, and tasty but then I, didn't I know never, ever, never ever seen it in all my years I've never ever once seen a, a, a night I think it's like an old fishwife's tale honestly and like yeah. so but I have heard of a couple of brothels getting shut down in Perth before really? over there, the it, prob- oh, it probably came from like 200 years ago but when it the, the port no, was, it was in the paper. properly used I'm not talking oh, about yeah, sorry, human yeah, trafficking I'm talking <laughs> about old school sex workers trying yeah. to cut about in the streets anyway anyway so Talk us through the, the inception of Hybe Digital and then sort of how it's oh, well. what's happened the last few months over the all. So I went self-employed about a couple of years ago. Baller move, by the way. Yeah, um, and it just escalated. And about six, seven months in, I decided I'm going to start a limit company. So I went all official. Um, so we're a year and a half in now. And we've been basically doing loads of stuff for a bunch of clients. And during the pandemic, I went, right, I'm changing things up. I'm going to have a new approach there's a lot of digital marketing agencies as that's what we do so i thought what what can i do and i think training's really come up so past two three months we've decided we're going to focus on training working with businesses consulting which is like a con where people pay me give them their advice my advice um consultant man that's where you want to be oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i know honestly so and it's amazing and like i just basically work with businesses i'm working with business gateway and some big uk wide marketing companies and we're working with Pearshire Autism Support and just a bunch of really cool businesses and just helping them, training them up, building things for them and show them how to do it, which um, I think now more than ever, pandemic, mm-hmm. people are wanting to do that. So, yeah. Especially now you can do, are you doing a lot of remote stuff? Zoom, now? yeah. Yeah, I've got clients in Spain. Shout out. So, then, nice. yes. yeah, they're cool. So, that's that's wicked. So, hopefully when the pandemic's over, I can go over and see their store and getting clients UK wide and they're able to talk via Zoom and show them how to do a lot of stuff through screen sharing and be able to work with anybody from the comfort mm. of Perth which is pretty was that been quite, Has that been quite good in a way that you've been able to not so obviously I'd imagine being a smaller company to begin with that you're kind of limited to like within your own limitations I really fucked that question but I think everyone mm. knew what I meant <laughs> but now that you can go online like you see, now you've got people in Spain, you've got mm-hmm. people down south. Is you found you've been able to like sort of reach out and branch out a little bit bigger than you thought before? Definitely now, like definitely. And I'm in the mindset now, like total growth mindset, and being like, I like it's gone from being something that has sustained me to now being something that I'm going to make money off of this and like nice. be able to you know have a family and a house and all that sort of crap and do all that stuff. So I needed to start earning and not even earning, but like doing something that I really enjoyed and I love teaching people and. It's more like, it's great. You, you don't work with them maybe all year, but you work with them four times a year, but you can help them. So yeah, and work anywhere with anyone across the world. What, what do you think the change is? Because you were saying that you, you moved from uh, kind of digital agency stuff to training. Mm-hmm. W- w- is there just more of an appetite for training or do people not want to spend the money to have someone come in and do that training and they'd rather take that knowledge on and they want to do it in-house on their own? What, mm-hmm. what do you think the change is? I think it's a to? mix of both. I think... Um, pandemic a lot of people maybe have to cut costs in marketing and have to bring it in-house so train someone up a lot of the time it may be more cost effective other things it's just that they want to do it themselves they don't have huge departments and teams so a lot now in many jobs i think we all find you have to be multi-skilled in everything because you can do one thing and then the next thing you're having to do something else Mm -hmm. so it's always like you know people have one person they'll do dabble in different things and you need to just go in and work with them um but it's really cool because people can now learn loads of different things especially with digital there's so many things from you know 
sound engineering to building websites. Some sound engineering. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> well, but websites and all that sort of stuff. So. So do you um, do you get any business off the back of that for like managing social media channels? Do you say, look, I've trained you all up on this, and someone say, you know what, I've learned all this from you, but it's still too much for me to mm-hmm. do that. Can you do it? I can do it, but we're trying not to. Yeah. And we're trying to like work with businesses who do want to do this themselves. I think that's my goal. Is there's a lot of digital marketing agencies, and they're all amazing, but there's no real training agencies. I know I think I'm like one of like ten across the UK, whereas there's maybe three or four hundred training um, digital agencies. There's like because it's such a new. Like, I mean, people say you want 15 years experience for a digital marketing job. Facebook's like, half the social channels haven't been around for 15 years. So, I mean, there's no, it's not been around for like traditional marketing. It's not been around for years and years and there's no regulators and there's no people to show people how to do it. It's all very self-taught. So I kind of seen this gap and went, right, well, I think someone needs to come in and help people, especially in Perth. You you find as well, like social media has such an influence on everything now. Yeah. There's not an aspect of the modern day world that doesn't have some sort of social media aspect to it. Like yeah. Politics especially. Like I think that's probably oh, massively. Especially mm-hmm. in America that's been made evident is how powerful a tool social media is because that's where, like we've talked about this before, whenever I hear about something happening, I go straight to Twitter to check out yeah. what's actually Worldwide happened. news, everything at your phone. Yeah. Like I, I don't go and check the BBC. I'll go on to Twitter and see if it's trending and if it's trending then you'll get some sources or like if I want to go and watch a fucking goal that happened five minutes ago, guaranteed it's on Twitter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or after a match or something. That's when all. That's when everything goes down. You can do everything online now, and that's what the pandemic's taught us: is that like you, if you, if you can, you guys were doing it via Zoom, weren't you, at one point, or um, on Skype or whatever? Mm-hmm. And like people realizing they need websites, they need better social presence, they can have different channels online, and a lot, of, especially the arts, a lot of us have relied on, you know, physical contact, being out with people, doing things. But we've all had to adapt, and I think it's been quite a good learning curve. We realise we can do more with online. Yeah, you can do more with less as well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like you've done so. Just touching your other business thing is you're you're now co-managing the, the Black Velvet Lounge. Le- the, the Velvet vel- Lounge. The <laughs> Velvet Lounge. Black Velvet. Oh, man, I'm still stressed <laughs> out. The Velvet Lounge recording studio, and you've done a lot of live streams and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. that's just it looks fantastic. And people, especially during lockdown, people needed something, even if it was just something on the screen. Mm-hmm. It was something to like. It was the event to look forward to, and I know like Billie Eilish has done a giant um, uh, live, like video, to a concert, mm-hmm. um, and then Biffy Clyro did the big one at mm-hmm. the the bar- the Barrowlands as well. And <coughs> I didn't see that one, but I've seen like they, they set up like big stage, so like they moved from set to set for each song and stuff like that. And as much as people want to get back to live music, I think we all have to admit like that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, so well, so you're going to have to do yeah. something. People are adapting, though. It, it's crazy to see how people are just adapting. We're like, oh, shit, we can't go out and do this. And I was like, all right, I'll do it in my living room. That's yeah, cool. You yeah, know, yeah, like, it, like no one's really fussed mm. about it now, yeah. you know? Like that phase we went through <laughs> where everyone was doing Zoom quizzes and stuff. Oh, like, man. And yeah. I, got, I got a message from our friends the other day, and they were like, do you, should we resurrect the weekly call? Just because obviously the tears are coming, and they live in Glasgow, mm. so they're like full lockdown pretty much. Because obviously we're... I think Perth's going to be like tier two, so it'll be slight lockdown. When do we find out? When do we find out? Second November. So I was just like, so I was just like, Kim, what? I wouldn't mind speaking to my pals, but if somebody asked me to join a quiz, I'd be like, okay, I I did one quiz through lockdown and it was one too many. (laughs) So we done done like them weekly and it was usually good cracks. I usually got mortal (laughs) and just fannied about in the background, but like, it was good because, like you said, people got inventive. Like, it wasn't just like, it was one. Some people got closer as well, you know, and like, talk to people more. Yeah, well, you check in with your folks and that, or I did anyway. But I'm a, I love mum. I'm such a mummy's boy, man. 
Yeah, so, I set up one of those weekly calls for my parents too. So we talk about it. And, and then now that football's on, because I started up before yeah. football started. And now <laughs> it's like five o'clock, and we're getting close to six o'clock on Sunday. And I'm like, mm, all right, let's wrap Wi-Fi this shit is up. down. <laughs> 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 just sitting, just, oh, well, just be getting off there. Sitting really still, and then playing a pre-recorded message <laughs> of you saying, "What's going on? I can't hear you anymore." <laughs> It would be good to get like uh, like an edited copy of like all of my sign offs from my. Co- yeah, I just gotta prepare myself mentally for work tomorrow, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, I gotta go cook some dinner. Yeah, I gotta get bye, the dogs bye, out. Bye, 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 bye. Oh, is that the door? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's quite tangent. Gotta go wash my dishes in a specific uh, order. See you later. So, how did how did you taking on the the Velvet Lounge come about as well then? Because that seems like your online training, digital marketing, and then also recording studio. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? And a magazine as well. Just I know. Oh yeah. We'll, yeah. Get, to we'll, get, to we'll, we'll get, get to that later. We'll get to that later. We'll talk about Mark. Got to give him some on-air feedback of his yeah. articles. Oh, 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 we can start I reading them she's out. Go to the <laughs> she's literally, but she's been like sending me. Oh no, they're really good. She's like, as soon as I go on that Can't podcast, I'm about to tear this cunt apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, it happened last year, and then um, my friend. Me and Jo, Jo Dargy, so shout out to Jo, she is my co-worker, she also works with me at High Beat, she's brilliant. Um, and we were just took an interest in it and Fiona decided she wanted to take a step back. So we now run it with Fiona and me and Jo, so it's kind of the, all of us, but Fiona's really there as a support and Jo and I are driving the business forward and stuff. But it's great to have her support because she's had the legacy of Clearwater for twi- 20 well, years now. Clearwater's got a quite a decent name in Scottish yeah, music. Yeah, it? Yeah, it, it is. Especially like the high... If I say the high point, like the early 2000s, the Perth music scene was huge. You had sort of PMX, Tennessee Kate, fucking, there was loads of Perth bands at that point. All that sort of new metal, pop, punky. And PMX are still going. PMX yeah. are still going. Touring Japan yeah. and shit last year, I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's good, but there's still there's. I mean, obviously it's been quiet for the pandemic, but we're trying to diversify, do other things. So photo shoots and videos and um you know, when we can eventually have like kids parties and that sort of thing and like private parties. That's disinfected. That was a VIP yeah, station yeah, at one yeah, point. You can't be having so beer. Much up but there. you can have like kids, we kids discos and stuff and we do karaoke and things like that um, for like kids parties and stuff. So, mm. I mean, we're, it's all right. It's good. It's brilliant. Um, it's been a weird year having it, the pandemic. So like having high beat spinning that round and then having this other business, which I have full responsibility for, you know, this is mm-hmm. an ownership and a partnership. Um, and trying to put time into that's been really exciting and there's been loads of cool bands in but we want to carry the legacy on a clear water and you know Fiona's amazing and she's dominated the music industry in Perth for years but she wants, doesn't want to do it forever and yeah. so someone's got to keep the, the, keep the wheels spinning yeah. it's just such a cool room yeah like, we, we, like Holly really helped us out last week when we were sort of last minute weren't able to record in our usual bit and we went up to that room and it just you felt like we were all stood up around the things and it just felt it was just brilliant yeah it was a good feeling to be it's in so there. Like, yeah, yeah, so much room for activities. Magic tricks as well. I was supposed to have a book in tonight, but um, let's just keep an eye out for them. We'll keep an eye out for we'll them. We'll get them so Get them on. We'll get, get them, them battered. <laughs> so it sounds like you're you're pretty busy. Like, what's like? How many hours do you work a, a, a week? Would you say? Like all of them. I don't. Well, I try. I, try. Um, I moved home, and so I'm trying to manage things a little bit more. So obviously the pandemic's taught me so much, and especially about myself, I was quite down at the start of it. I'm sure we all had like really yeah, rough yeah. times, and um, I like started the pandemic. I built Perth Life on this total crazy thing. Like, how do I fix Perth? You know, I need to do something to help people. And um, but I think um, managing now, I've I kind of moved home. 
uh, and gave up my flat because there was a lot of work to do in my flat and I thought I'm going to save to get my own place. I moved home, I'm starting to go to the gym now, meditating more um, and trying to give myself proper days off and stuff and really taking care of myself because honestly I haven't been and like the past two years I've thrown everything at my work and just like I've driven, it's been project after project and I've not stopped and I've kind of now got to a point where I want to make sure I have a healthy life ahead of me you have to we told you you, you gotta look to after yourself man mm. so that's it now that's my time especially and i think it, it must be a lot more difficult for someone like yourself because you really enjoy what you do i love it and Whereas i like, like mm-hmm. me and mike are we don't hate our jobs but I, yeah i like my job i like but yeah. it's not I what you, in, an, in an ideal world it's yeah. not what you'd want to be doing i i, I if you won the lottery would you still be going to work uh, no, but I, I, I would be. <laughs> I, would. I would like to do something yeah, within my yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, I, I mean, just like, can't get to it just now. Yeah, because yeah. Of other things at work. Yeah. Well, you say because you you don't have the the sort of comfort of working for a big company to fall back on. It must be even more difficult to give yourself that break. Mm-hmm. It's totally like my days off are. They can be very few and far between because even I've got a day off, I'm still on my phone. I'm still like, even yeah. though you guys were sat for an hour, I was sitting there answering emails. You know, it's just yeah. like yeah. everything can happen. Again, the downside of the digital world. I am there at 10 o'clock at night. I can, I can so be at the skate park at any time of the day and I'll see Holly swagging past on her way here. I've taken my <laughs> like, laptop to the skate park and sat and yes, worked next you to see you on regular times. Didn't I say that last time we were there? I was like, it's such a relax. Just hearing oh, the wheels on the thing. Yeah. Such uh, a I really need to go back down. I've not been back down since I fucked my knee up years ago. I yeah. would be way too proud to be working on a laptop. That I just get <laughs> oh, the yeah, fear. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm getting distracted they're, as oh, They're all really good and they leave me in a wee corner and let me just get all my things and I go down That's because you bring cake sometimes. Yeah, I do. Was that what I got to do? It was amazing. Here we are. She approaches the the skaters with an <laughs> offering. <laughs> so what, what do you do? Because I often look at your stuff on social and I try and like steal some of that for my for, for my job. What, what oh, do you going to bill you, mate? Plagiarism. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, no, I think that's a lot of it's, digital it's, no, is stealing. It's, it's inspiring yeah. and that's yeah. what I want because yeah. like, he's going to get a better job and it means I've got to get better at mine. Yeah. So well, what, what do you do What do you do to get better at your job? What, what, what resources, particularly free resources, do you take advantage of to kind of make you, keep you sharp on your game? So I like, I, I started with just Google Digital Garage and worked my way through all their certificates. Yes. I've not put myself through a normal, like, fancy marketing course where I can get letters after my name and stuff, but I don't need it. I've got a, a like, I think my portfolio is strong enough in what I've delivered. So, yeah, I just keep myself trained up again. That adds more hours. So, you're working all these businesses, and then I go, right, I need to constantly better myself so I'll always improve. Because, yeah. again, being young, working for yourself, and being a woman, I've got the odds stacked against me every corner, you know. So, I have to always prove what I'm doing. And so, people pay me, it can trust me. But um, yeah, I train a lot yeah. and build my own training materials out of that. Okay, it's, it's, it's good because, like you say, that's so you, you start perfectly. That's because I it was when I seen your advert. You wanted writers. I was like, need some sort of creative outlet, and that's what you give a lot of people. You shut up out there. <laughs> so I've been ready to go and bath you in the mirror, like yeah. saying, I was like, can they see him? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so perf- talk us through Perf Life and what what the, the ideals were oh, behind that. Who knows what I was thinking? Starting <laughs> the pandemic, we're two weeks in, and everyone's like, oh, just be a couple of weeks. That went brilliant couple of weeks downtime and um, we lost a bit of work in high beat before i turned that around and i went what can i do with the spare time i went i'm gonna build perth life in a magazine two weeks give myself two weeks brushed it off got stuck in and then we launched the interview series which um everybody here in this room was part of which yeah, we were yeah. i was excited um <laughs> so it was really cool and um running content all through that and the initially it was 
my way of dealing with the pandemic. I think it was kind of, well, crap, we're all stuck in, we're locked down, what am I going to do? Like, Try to be productive. Yeah, I had to I had to put my energy into something to keep my, keep my mental health, oh, keep myself yeah. sane, you know? Yeah. And um, so I threw myself into it and now I'm kind of like four months in, like I've got a magazine, need some writers, need to put some cash into it. <laughs> it doesn't make any money. It's been me that's funneled all my cash into it. So oh. I've had like... W- the pandemic, I have my salary across the board to keep all my freelancers in and to keep the Perth life alive. And now we're coming out of it and I'm like, right, we're going to need to do something with this. But we all know what it's like when it's your art and something you love. It's not, you know, it's tough, you know, so... Well, that's, that's really exactly like you said. We, we currently, by trying to abide by the COVID rules, we have to do this in some sort of business space. So mm-hmm. it is... Because I think it is covered under journalism mm-hmm. in a way. We're journalists, yeah. And yeah. you're working. And you're exactly. Yeah. Journalist. Yeah. Channel 9 News. And this, is, an, this is an official office, so I yeah. mean, you know. So until we can get the Patreon to start running, we're, we're currently running at a, at a loss. At a loss. Well, but no, see, I know, like, that's technically true, but I like to see it as that we are doing, like what Holly's it's doing, driving passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Hell yes. Yeah, sure, it's going to cost sometimes, but. Okay. Yeah, so you know what, we're, we were? We were a, te- we're a dynasty team, mm-hmm. we were at the peak of our game. And we lost our holding midfielder, right? <laughs> so we took a punt on a young, dynamic striker. Young. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> was it you? P- I always assume you're younger than me because you're just so full of life. I'll get to your stage <laughs> eventually. <laughs> <when I laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but no, so I was so perfectly yeah. because it was it was a great because like you say, I it helped yeah. people, and I think that's yeah, what's made yeah. it worth. I've made a loss on it, but it's actually helping people, and there's nothing really like it right now. So mm-hmm. we have to keep going with it. And, and it, it has that that flair about it that it's almost like a, the way I put it. Is, the thing I like about podcasts are it's like radio that you can swear on. Yeah, like yeah. there's no limitations. That's what I like about <laughs> Perth Life. It's like so I wrote the review of the horror tool. Swearies in it, and yeah, and I put <laughs> swearies in it, and it gets published because that's how people talk. That's how people. Let's and there's not going to be a twelve-year-old kid reading that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if Facebook is fourteen, so whatever. Yeah, no, but even if they are, so what? Languages yeah. like that's out there. Mm-hmm. You just have to know well, the difference between right and wrong. And run an honest platform that was for the people, and like end of the day, Perth, like forty percent of Perth are working class. The rest of them are, you know, people don't want Dex. to read how fancy, <laughs> fancy stuff all the time. We just want normal. Yeah, how many? How many fancy people in this episode? Yeah. And rant. Well, how how many publications ago. like Perth Life are in Perth? Do you know well, there's mean? a couple, but a lot of them, a lot of us had to go on hiatus, so a lot of them had to stop. Yeah. And like so all the other podcasts in Perth. Jeez. Oh, how many is there? I'm impartial. I'm impartial. How many no, is there? The only one that matters, Stevie. Yeah. The only one that matters. <laughs> OG podcast. Glad to see you're doing your market research, Stevie. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I got offered the gig, they weren't like right. Uh, we're beating down we're the doors. We're going to need a sit-down <laughs> interview. This is your homework. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so you got any honest feedback feedback from me as a virgin writer? Actually, no. Do you know what? I've got an editor, Joe, who's been amazing. She, gets, she works with me, Velvet Lounge, and she does high beat, and she's been in your pieces. Both your pieces came back, and she went, they are brilliant. She says, I'm editing, like, just basically we do little bits to make it rank better and things. We just had wee titles and, like, piss about with it a wee bit. She goes, these are amazing. And I was like, I've skimmed through them both, and I went, I Jordan, he's been right, and it's funny. <laughs> but you know what has helps is, like, me and Joe are, like, not marriable like these crazy old like we're kind of we do our families and stuff and you come from a perspective of your son which is also mm. nice to appeal to the the, the people that I we can actually talk to. Divorce is a pretty unique perspective. Well, yeah, know? totally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like we I can't talk so about taking my wings to <laughs> wherever. So you know, it works. It does. It totally works, man. It's brilliant. So I don't have anything bad to say. Nice. Um, oh yeah, and I spoke to a guy that I know. Uh, it was one of the guys from the stand-up comedy night. You know, remember that Danny guy? Danny Nee. 
he read your article and he wants to come and do the ghost tour now because <laughs> I shared you, you must have spoke to this guy that I know her. so this this is the day that when I done the so you think you're funny competition yes. and Stevie Mac came through me now he remembers it a lot better than I do because I was fucking <laughs> smashed by the way like we got there like the that day Stevie Mac rocked up and was at half eleven we started drinking yeah no I mean because to be honest I had a wee break from the booze as well and I was smashed but for some reason my memory is pretty impeccable long story short yeah. it's when that you'd left your key in the little backstage room for the, for the ah, performers yeah. so I was like nah I seen my opportunity to shine so I went back there right she was just trying to impress my I'm mom not, I was cutting about in the backstage bit and I even got a beer and stuff and then that Danny guy was like was that the wee weird guy that came, came and ate the food with us because my mom tried to feed him she's like he looks like he's no eating I was like that's because he's a proper <laughs> yeah, stand up comic maybe I can't remember because I think there was a few folks that he dragged back to that pub but anyway so he had read your article and now he wants to do the ghost tour so. brilliant so just there goes you go. to show you I know it does and so the power of a share mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah power of a share love it love it um, well, ah, no, so we're going we're gonna to talk some usual shite that's yeah, so you, you mentioned just there about um, you putting some some swears in your yes. some swear words Swearies. in your article. Swearies. That happened to be one of the posts we have this week as well. Oh, yeah. Love that segue, man. Love it. Did that, did oh, that intentionally we as well. <laughs> the segue king, they call me. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> The Queen of Shore Road, the swear. The Segway <laughs> King. Oh, Live. excellent. Um, so, um, at what age did you start swearing? Oh. And mm-hmm. when when you were younger, did you swear in front of your parents? So now I noticed this is like I never swear in front of my parents, and I put that on the post. But did you, Holly? Did you swear in front of your parents? And and what age did you start swearing? Oh no, I've never before. But I just moved home a couple of months ago, and I now do because I'm like, right, I'm 26. I can say fucking shit around there. Oh, you whispered as if your mum was in the room. <laughs> like, but my mum, I still feel her flinching, and like, she tries not to, but she's like, don't swear about me. So I like push it and say like ass or like butt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, See, I, d- I. I put this in the post. My old man used to let me swear at the football, and I think oh. I used to swear around my pals. But even I try, I think it's only the last few years I've started saying fuck around my parents quite regularly. Yeah. And then I swear in front of the wee man now as well. But it's because I know his pals are swearing. Mm-hmm. I know it for a fact because me and my pals are swearing. So I've literally said to him, "Was like, look, don't swear at adults." Unless they deserve it. Unless they deserve it. <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> off, your pedo, ba- fuck off <laughs> your pedo bastard. Fuck off your pedo bastard. Or something like that. But, like, don't swear in front of your granny and granddad. And don't be a dick. Other than that, don't care. Like, because yeah. I'm, I've taught him to be a nice kid. And I know he's a nice kid. So I know he's not going to go about saying, like, hey, fuck <laughs> <him>. <laughs> See, but that's similar to what we talked about, uh, I think it was last week with Christmas and with the Tooth Fairy. Like, I want to prepare, especially my older daughter. She's going into secondary next year. You're going to hear a couple of fucks every now and then, a couple yeah. of shits. And why not hear that at home first? You know, yeah. it's kind of like alcohol. You want to give them a little alcohol every now and Just then. Just to get them to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alcohol doesn't work anymore. Just so when they do go to the inch and they're drinking, at, at the park they're they're not like oh what's this for the first time yeah. and you know now i gotta go put her on my shoulder and carry her home now you know well i i think i was a young parent so i like i, I had the wee mom when i was 19 so i don't know if Teenage I, I, was, mom. I was barely a barely a, an adult myself when he came on so i've tried to remember the things that i didn't like that my parents made a big deal of not that my parents were strict mm-hmm. but like things like that they wouldn't have got away with so i'm trying to like so I like their parent style, but here are a couple of tweaks I'm going to make. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I think that's the whole point in having kids. Of course, yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Don't. Kids are shite. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> like, he's sound now because he's almost 12 and he does his own thing. And I can, he's got a personality I can hit that part of him. But see, small kids. Pff, waste of time, man. 
Spe- speak. Uh, I got a kids are a shite story for you. Right? <laughs> okay, please do. So my my children, my baby mama, my children's <laughs> my baby do- mama. My mother. Um, every year she's had to like get the kids ready for uh, like school for the Halloween thing because she does all the makeup and all that stuff. And she's better at it, so that's fine. Yep. So this year she put a foot down. She was like, no, nope, not doing it. And I was like, all right, that's fine. I'll have them over. I'll, I'll do it. So Cut I it. went. <laughs> yeah. She said no. Oh, uh, no. So I went and I got I got the costumes and I showed them to my daughters. They were like, oh, yeah, those are cool. So I bought them online and they're going to hopefully be delivered tomorrow. Oh. Um, so then I got um, on my way here tonight, I got a call from my youngest daughter. And she's like, hey, dad, um, you know that costume you bought me? And I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, um, I don't want it. And I was like, oh, OK. And she's like, I, the teacher says I can just buy a, a onesie. And just paint my face. And I was like, what the what? fuck? This is Halloween. What are you wearing a onesie for? And I was just enraged walking into Morrison's earlier. And I was like, I just went out and busted my ass to hard-earned money to get this kid a goddamn Halloween costume. But she doesn't want it. Well, I, I don't want it. I'm, I'm kind of like, so that was last year. Like, we went walked to a Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, Jack? I've got a Spider-Man costume on <laughs> Like, for something you're going to wear. Buy it, and I guess, but I guess he's like, he was, he was nine. So he's at a stage where whatever fits him in October... Next time he goes to wear that, it's not going to fucking fit. Gone. Yeah. So you know what I'm telling him? He's, he's got a Holland top <laughs> with Cruyff on the back, who's like a player from the 70s. Yeah. And he's got long hair like a 70s football player. So I was like, you're going as Johan Cruyff this year. <laughs> he's like, what? I was at, you've got all the gear. I don't need to buy anything. You're doing it. Fucking yeah. go. Kids it's, are shite though. They are. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I got to swear at the football. Stevie, what about you? Uh, when I was a kid, yeah, I was swearing, but... Uh, <laughs> just all swearing. the time nah, just nah, and nothing, I, it wasn't anything too severe but I knew all the main because to be honest see, <laughs> I knew all the good ones when I was younger I was allowed to watch any films I wanted like oh. with all these VHS cassette tapes I was watching them all porn. you know like uh, <laughs> Tango and Cash do you, ever, do, you ever, do you remember what your first porn was like that you ever oh, seen no. oh man I, yeah, I do uh, <laughs> I found the VHS tape under my brother's bed Oh, all right. Blew me away. It was called Shagathon. Shagathon. <laughs> it was DOS. How many bananas? There we go. <laughs> Just the one, mate. <laughs> we have like four. Oh, apologies. We have like four titles for this episode. Shagathon. <laughs> Can I read out the titles quickly? Yeah. It'd be funny to see which one we set up. Don't put diarrhea on my food. Um, <laughs> I'll give you a doused. <laughs> Nimble tongue and Shagathon. There we go. <laughs> oh, all of it above. Um. <laughs> but I, I don't know what because I was going to go on a rant of something we, we discussed last week um, okay. and, and I want to do it and I want to get it out of the just way just do it let's do it right so obviously last week the cunts down south voted against feeding children oh boy and I was fucking livid especially with some of the shit this, this mind that thing that never kicked off that what's been pissing Jordan off this week yes well we're bringing it back <laughs> see <laughs> see and I want everyone listening to the show to listen very fucking carefully if you regardless of your political leanings, do not believe that underprivileged children should be fed on a regular basis in school. You can take a flying fuck to yourself. I don't want you anywhere near me, my pals, or my podcast. Go fuck yourself. This is not a case of political leanings. This is not a case of left or right. This is a case of common human fucking decency. Common human decency. And if you Mm -hmm. have any issue with that whatsoever, fuck you, fight me. Right, and if you want to have this There's discussion with me in there. person, I'll fucking say you came where my DMs are, and I didn't give a fuck who you are or who. Ah, I was furious, absolutely livid. It's bad enough we're living in a pandemic, and there's 125,000 extra unemployed people in this world. It doesn't matter if this whole fucking can't feed them, don't breed them shit. I swear to God, oh, anyone who anyone who that says shit. that, I will swiftly boot you in your butts. Right, 
fucking circumstances can change on a dime, especially at this moment in time just now. Especially my, with kids. Yeah, yeah. My fiance, unluckily, was made unemployed by fucking circumstances due to COVID. Luckily, I've got a good enough job that we don't have to worry. But if something happened to me and we didn't have any income coming in, how am I meant to feed my boy? How am I meant to pay my bills? This isn't a down to fucking people just having kids for the benefits. Because came what? You didn't actually fucking get that many. You do not. So just to wrap this up, because I've got myself really fucking welled up, <laughs> and I'll say it again. Fuck you, you Tory bastards. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, that's that. No, wait, <coughs> uh, needed to be said. I, I Anyone else I want to chime in? Sorry. No, I, really yeah, I just wanted to say, um, I don't understand why they went out. Didn't they give him an MBE, um, yeah, Rashford? Did. Yeah. Like, what, what was the point in saying, this is fantastic work, but we're just not going to do anything about it. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Segway the food banks looking for donations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, can um, what see if you can, and we understand again, times are hard, yeah. times are tight, but if you can give that little bit extra to people who really need it, and it's a fucking absolute shocker that we live in a inverted commas first world country, mm. and there's a large population of people need to use food banks in 2020 in the fucking United Kingdom. Like, what's going on? We should what do something for like Thanksgiving. I know yeah, it's well, I think, I think, we're so, a, a monkey sword fight first, Thanksgiving first thing, yeah. myself and Stevie Mac are doing Movember this month. So, again, if you can give, yes, please, um, for male mental health, then please, God, do, because we're both going to look like a couple of dicks to try and make a bit yeah. of a difference. <laughs> but I think we're going to hopefully try and arrange some sort of food drive for December. Okay. Um, just to try and do something a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's a good time as well, you know, because yeah. then. Definitely, so, yeah. Well, we're going to, we're going to get that done. But yeah, it's. It's just, it dry, I, I just can't fathom it. I just can't, and like, I feel lucky as anything that I can go home and make sure there's food in the house for the wee man, that the, the lights are on and that the heating's on and that everyone's fed and happy, man. And it breaks my heart to think that there's kids out there who do can't. And I can't fathom how anyone can look at all this stuff that comes out, all these stories you hear about children on the videos. There was a documentary on Channel 4 last year and there was this just clip of these kids saying, we try to only eat one meal a day so mum and dad don't get stressed out. And I'm just greeting, holding my phone. Uh. And how these fucking people can claim 20 grand a year in fucking food expenses or subsidies in the House of Parliament so they can get their fucking, their meals. And how Dominic Cummins can fucking do what he wants. Do you that just, I don't understand how you can be human and be a Tory. The, w- the best thing I saw was, it was uh, I think it was on BBC uh, news that morning or the morning after and they were asking one of the Tory whatever about it and uh, he was like oh no well we feel that that's not the best way to support families and children so we're going to do it through benefits and he's just like so you're going to give more benefits and he was like well uh, so, so you're not going to do anything then no. you're not going to get food you're not going to get more money you're just not going to do anything alright fair enough that's fine. as well as that as, like, so when, when we tried to do the universal credit claim just to make sure there was money enough money to cover the bills it's not easy. Either. No, it's difficult. You need to be educated, educated yeah. to do it. And, and this is, there's me who has a small understanding, as we can show by the fucking <laughs> debacle that was at the start of how computers work. It took me and, and Chuff like a day, like a good few hours across a day to make sure everything was in. You've got to jump through so many hoops, mm-hmm. make sure you've got all this information available just to get a pittance. Imagine yeah. you hadn't been at school or you hadn't like done much either. I mean, it's not, it's like Perth is quite bad. Like there's, I read this most recent statistic is there's like four kids in every classroom in Perth that'll go hungry. So every school that's class. Sick. So that's 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 when it hits home because it's yeah. like three to four kids in every classroom. Like, so the thing is, I is mean it's charity starts at home, so even doing local food food banks, that's gonna make a exactly. difference locally. Exactly. Um it it just and it you know what annoys me is when you see people 
And I'm going to try and make sure I word this properly. Everyone's like, oh, it's great to see everyone banding together. I was like, yeah, it is great. But why the fuck is it necessary? It needs to blow up in. Why yeah. is it ne- Like, I seen a, g- a good thing on the internet earlier on, it was just like, why should we be, um, like, the only kids who are going hungry are, parent- are kids whose parents are drug addicts and uh, alcoholics. Is it? Yeah, so that, so that, but even if that is the case, then they require help. Yeah. Let's not punish <laughs> the children that, right. because the parents suffer from this addiction. And I say suffer because addiction is an illness in itself. Yeah, and they're not just going to be suffering from hunger. They're going to be suffering from a lot of other stuff and as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, the people who are against it are the type of people who say, we shouldn't be giving fucking charity to foreign countries. We should be doing it in the UK. I was like, exactly. So let's invest it in the UK. If you believe that, if you believe we shouldn't be helping anyone else out, and then let's it. start helping the fucking kids here as well. Mm-hmm. It's oh. no winning. It's, sh- it's shite. Part it of the is. problem is as well, you got all these fucking tabloids spouting utter shite. Man. That's and they're, they're making money yeah. off yeah. Hey, yeah, they're, true. they're making money from spreading this bullshit, you know, because they, they, you know, they try to get everyone at each other's throats. Mm. That's how they sell papers, man. Yeah. It's, it is, yeah. And I, I don't, I want to, I want to wrap this yeah. up, but I just, I needed to get that out. It was a good talk. It was refreshing though, because I've been totally wrapped up in American politics as we get closer to the American of election. Mm-hmm. And it was, re- it was refreshing to see people who I, I, I believe that they were conservatives or probably voted conservative in the last election or normally in any election. And they were like, oh yeah, that's still kind of fucked up. They, they can see that yeah. that's wrong. Well, that's and like, yeah, I'll, it's I'll, like, I don't have to agree with everything the party I vote for does. Mm-hmm. I can say Wait, that's I'll, wrong. I'll go back on what I said. Like, so I use the term Tory to describe the government. And that's there not are, why I was saying yeah, that. Yeah. And then there are people who vote conservative. And I there's a couple of people I know that vote conservative and I understand why. Yeah. But then there are people who vote conservative that I know, and I know why they do it, and mm-hmm. it's not for the reasons. So <laughs> yeah. I know a couple of people who who earn a decent amount of money, and I can understand. Not that I agree with the reasoning for voting it, but I can understand. Yeah. But the people like this, like cunts, like somebody with a brass neck, a fucking Boris Johnson. Do you know what I mean? And to leave it to a fucking twenty-two-year-old professional footballer to try and feed hungry children. Mm-hmm. It isn't his job. He's a footballer. And fucking, like, honestly, I could not have more respect for Marcus Rashford if I tried. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be down to him. That's the whole reason we have a government. Well, to look after the people. What was it, like, 12? No. S- I can't remember. Billions spent on a track and trace program that never went anywhere. Never what? Like, what the they, they, they've also mentioned that all the MPs are getting, like, cheap meals and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and then like, discounted. help out to eat out. That cost them a fortune. <laughs> What's happening in American politics? Yes. Oh, oh come on. Can, <laughs> well, I give us, can you give us a... There's no brevity there either. I know, honestly. Like. America, uh, where America has to choose between two 70-plus old white men. <laughs> Shock. Excellent, excellent. I will say, oh. I am absolutely loving Jim Carrey's Joe Biden Saturday <laughs> yeah. Night Live. I like how slow he talks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, right, well, we'll, we'll come off. We'll, came off. That, was, that, was, uh, that was a thing. So let's jump into something a bit more fun. We do a bit of bra or no? What? Oh yeah, let's do a bit of bra. Bra bra no. Bra or no. Bra or no. Bra or no. My cousin. So for those, of, so my cousin's been editing the podcast for us every week. He's like, ah, "Why do you sing the theme tunes when you know I'm going to put them in?" I was like, <laughs> "Just enters your I've head." I've just always done it. I've just always at the, at the end of every show. You hear one of us just going. <laughs> uh, so what we got, Michael, on the bit of bra or noz? I'm having a look right now. Here we go. Bra or noz? Um, uh, I've got. Well, I've got. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, so this one, right? <laughs> this this is one I felt personally attacked by. So Big J West uh, put monochromatic attire, generally talking about sportswear, <gasps> i.e. the current trend of cutting a boot 
And I, I love how a Texan now says cutting about. I know. <laughs> Jeez, Jay, we're sucked in. No, baby. I love it. <laughs> cutting about in a single color jogging suit with matching <laughs> slash cap ETC makes me feel like I'm suddenly a guest star in the newest rendition of the Teletubbies. Though may say about my current state of fit, it may say more about my current state of fitness than anything else. But either way, it's a no <laughs> from me. Uh, and Ali Cook just put second in. Now, I just want to say fuck both of you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Look. I don't want to say that, but I disagree wholeheartedly. So we're talking like what he's saying. He's like not a, a fan of all grey tracksuits. Or just a match. I think yeah, it's, it's a match. Like monochromatic. I think it's like, you know, like those ones you see in Boohoo Man where it's like a light blue the whole way through the outfit. I, I don't have a problem I with that at all. That yeah, like yeah, like a whole beige. I like that because it feels good, and I think you know what I'm matching as fuck. I like a nice. I've got a black Mackenzie one that is my favourite tracksuit. It just sits nice, so comfy, and I think I look smart as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I, that's a, I, I love a matching tracksuit. That's a giant bra for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, so I moved back home to Lethem a couple of months ago, and about yeah. two, yeah, so two months ago, and I was, I was online, and I'm always inspired by um, the full tracksuit, so I bought my, my own full grey tracksuit, matching, everything, I got a new pair of Adidas superstars, nice. so they're um, like, total the red, unboxing. real cool, yeah, put a pair of Nikes, a um, couple of, some good hoopty rings, <laughs> slick back hair, so I was really rocking it, and I'm, I'm going to say bra, like I'm living for it right now. It's just comfort, man, comfort and style shouldn't be exclusive. Yep, yeah. no. I mean, you can have them both together, love you, Stevie Max, rocking the monitor. Oh, yes. I love a tracksuit or yes. oh, joggy bottoms even and hoodie. the whole hogan brought a grey jacket on <laughs> top of your hoodie. Is that? Would you call that great? I'd say it has a great uh, I'd call it beige, yeah. but you know, anyway, Maybe I just thought it was getting a bit chillier at night. But no, I like the fact that I'm prepared for everything. Well, bar going up like a hill in the pouring rain, but <laughs> if I'm just driving but in the car going to the shops, I like wearing this stuff. I can go to the skate park, I can jump back in the car, and I don't feel it can almost restricted. Be, if you get the, it, can be, it can be for any occasion. It can be like smart, casual tracksuits. Oh, yeah. yes. Like I've, got my, I've got like my sporty tracksuits that I'll work out in or I'll play football in. And then I've got my cutting about tracksuits, which yeah. are for leisure and activity yeah. wear. I had to go as far as go to a pub in one, to be honest. Oh, my yeah. friend done yes. it, and I was like, you know what, aye, I'm working this whole so thing. A few scoops <laughs> in the afternoon, doing an open mic before the world went to shit. Yes, hell yes. I'm all for that, but I know for a fact, like pre-COVID, there's definitely some establishments that wouldn't let me in, and I yeah. don't. I don't always agree with it. No, no. I think <laughs> what were you, Mike? What are you saying? It. Yeah, I love a track. I, don't, I need to actually get one. I need oh, to mate, get a I'm new one. I had a nice blue, navy blue Adidas one, and uh, I just had a clean out one day, and I ended up donating it to charity. But um, I need didn't want to go in with like a fake beer. I'm like, hello, this looks like a nice tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> Qu- quick story about donating clothes. My mom one day donated a, a sweater she had, and it had like a, a pin on it, like a brooch. And she's like, oh, this pin, fuck, I can't believe I donated it. We went out to dinner one day, and somebody was wearing it with the brooch still <laughs> on it. And she was like, hey, that's my, my sweater. <laughs> Hey, yo, you cheap bitch. <laughs> Excuse me, this is kind of awkward, but uh, can I have my brooch Give me back? that shit. <laughs> she beat her up in the back. Uh, so really apologies to J.O.S. That, 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 that goes straight in the Brawl of Fame. Oh, yep. the Brawl of Fame. Uh, <laughs> Ali Cook, Black Alloys, it's enough to make me piss blood. <laughs> wow. Um, J.O.S. put depends on the ride. Yeah. Uh, Ali Cook responded, 99% of the time they look terrible to me. 
and GOS, but agreed only good on smaller alloys uh, for bigger tyres, SUVs, trucks, and etc. You shouldn't be getting annoyed at what other people have got in their cars, unless oh. it's like ridiculous. It's That's an alloy, come unless on. Unless it's, it's the eyelashes on the lights. <laughs> yeah. oh, I remember correctly, you've got a lot of cool stickers on the back of yours. Yeah, I've got some stickers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but they're, stickers. they're quite cheap and they fade quick. So. <laughs> These bands are rocking, is that what it says on the back of yours? Well, no. that's not SpongeBob and Patrick. <laughs> yeah, they've got, they've got Bart Simpson showing his arse. Classic, yeah. Uh, yeah. Black, I don't really. I, I am. I so go I'm, the opposite. I'm I think s- the bigger would would be better. I'm yeah. so I'm so indifferent to cars that. Me too. I I'm so indifferent. I like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even notice the difference. I don't. I, what's I, I am no, I'm like, kidding. I, I know what alloy is, but my you know. my lack of knowledge on anything sort of like technical or like that like plumbing or because my dad's a mechanic. My <laughs> brother's a plumber. Plumbing. Well, my dad's a mechanic. My brother's a plumber, and I think it's a great. Sore point for my dad that I am st- I work in an office. Because yeah, I have literally no like manual labour skills whatsoever. As I've said before, I'm a lifter. That's what I'm for. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm black alley's go for it, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. say bra. Sorry, Ali. Uh, Do whatever you want. Uh, I'll s- I'll say bra. Yeah, crack on. If it, if it matches the crack color. Crack on. Yeah. I'll say bra, on, but me. I'm not going to whap them on my C3 because then those <laughs> alloys would be worth than more than the car <laughs> So <laughs> I love your more, Stevie. Me too. We bubble. Nice and warm. Uh, last one here. You and Petrie. <laughs> Having a snake or a spider as a pet, I feel they are majorly for show and spend about 90% of their days in a box with a window. Plus, the fact the snake could easily launch itself when holding it slash feeding it and take an eye out is a heavy gnaw for me. I'm going to have to agree. I've n- <laughs> Spiders, reptiles, like my ex has got a bearded dragon that she got after we split up because I wouldn't have all the fucking things in the house. So, yeah. Nah, I didn't get having a pet that isn't a furry. That can Tarantula actually show kind of some emotion. Pardon? Tarantulas are a wee bit furry. <laughs> I'd have a snake. You what? Oh, I'd have a snake. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't have a spider. I used to have a terrapin. I like weird animals. See, I wouldn't have made like a turtle or that. But a I definitely have a snake snake about me a wee bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you get yourself on Tinder or something? <laughs> well, I'm needing it like, just be a wee whale. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Somebody get a holy snake. <laughs> <laughs> There's an article. I'm needing snakes. <laughs> we got a choice. We got a bunch of choices here. That's After last week, we were struggling for an episode title. We've we got six. six. Jesus. <laughs> what about you, Stevie? Uh, for having a pet snake or spider? <laughs> Battered. How come Nadia's got, got a pet snake right here? I know. <laughs> I'd like one in the office or like a tree, just like, oh, have you got kids? Oh, yeah. See, that's but another like, thing. Uh, that's, another thing a, that's another thing a club owner would have. The can <laughs> in the corner and the snake just slithering about. Weird animal somewhere around. <laughs> yeah. Free as well, not anywhere. Can you have a pet snake? Voldemort. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're sitting at a desk, <laughs> if you're sitting at your boss desk holding a snake, that's like if the wrong message. <laughs> you're looking like a, a villain a right from message. a cartoon. This is immediately an aggressive message. <laughs> yeah. You don't invite somebody in while you're petting the snake. So or like, uh, do you say no? I say, nah. But no. obviously, like I don't care if you snakes, like riders. I was just, I, I tell you, no. you don't like horses. <laughs> never mind snakes. No, I, I've been forbidden from killing spiders in my house now. So <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't kill a spider if I see it in my house. Though. I'll fuck spiders, a spider spiders give me the heebie-jeebies. Like, I don't. I think it's. I'll quite happily stomp a spider. But if someone's like pick that spider up, I'm like absolutely fucking not. You know, in, this, listen to my kind of thing with spiders, right? Caesar Milan always talks about when he talks with dogs, like if you have a dog and you get up on the couch and the dog's all over you, and he's like, would you let a human do that? And No, you wouldn't let a human do that. Would, you let, a, would you let a stranger come in your house and walk along the walls all, all at night and, and build spider webs and <laughs> little <laughs> net coming out of their ass? <laughs> yeah, no, man, look, we're not, here, we're not here to kink shame on this podcast. <laughs> no, but in, in spider's defense... 
if you've got house spiders, they'll kill the stuff you don't want in your house. And see, like like flies and all that. We've touched on this, right? I've never come down in the middle of the night to see a spider kicking the shit out of a mosquito or something <laughs> like that, right? No, they just sit on the yeah, wall. You know who started that? Do you want to start that rumor? Spiders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spiders have good PR, yes. Yeah. I'll start a rumor and they're like, right, we're getting fucked here. <laughs> we really need to start a good spin. How about we say we, we, we eat flies? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. That, that sounds good. Right, Steve, you run with that one. Let's take it. Let's see where it goes. Spiders and dogs have good p- PR. Cats don't. Cats bury their own shit. Ah, oh, man. How good are dogs, by the way? Can we just take oh, a quick yeah. See? Look at that. See? Can you're I doing just, the work no, for them. Genuinely, man. Like, They're so stupid. Like, so, like, me, me and Megan have a nightly routine. We'll get, I'll, I'll give her the best ride of her life. And then. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll. Uh, She'll, she'll like fire through TikTok for the day and she'll like save a load of videos. We'll watch them together and we'll fire oh, it on YouTube. Them. But about 8% of them are just dogs doing stupid stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, it just cheers me up. Oh, so dogs much. just make me happy. Yeah. They do make If people happy. don't like dogs, I'm like, ah, well, you better have a story about a dog attacking you, otherwise, I don't trust you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a little weird when people don't. When like people, dogs. I was well, like, nah, you know what? Like, what happens? Oh, I was attacked by a dog. Fair play. So it was like, just don't fancy. I'm like, what? I've been chased by dogs too. Love them. <laughs> I was really not sure on dogs as a kid, believe yeah. it or not. Okay. It was only maybe about the age of eight or nine I started warming to them. Yeah. I think it's because I was so wee mm-hmm. and there was all these big dogs always towering over me. Yeah. And mm. when I stayed in Edinburgh, my dad's mate had like, you know, like the actual army dogs, the big Alsatians. Oh, yeah. And he had one in his house and it would always growl at me. So I was always a bit like, that's, weary, that's fair. You know? that's fair. <laughs> but I love them now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is that, that all the broad knows? Uh, yeah, that was what the... Was yeah. I got one. I just started a course online, my, my, which work paid for, which is awesome, for to learn to... Uh, we still recording, yeah? Yeah, yeah. To learn to code, right? Mm. Oh, cool. And, right, and it's, it's weird because I found it and it was on sale. It was like... It was like... 13 pounds and I was like it seems like weird that's 13 pounds but I was like what? I'm not I'm not playing for it first of all and there's a lot of learning there you know what I mean it's going to take me a while to get this completed but like online learning have you ever done something online and would mm-hmm. that be brought up are you able to learn in that way yeah I think so I've never done one I've actually got my first uh, so I was started a course through the work sort of tail end of last year mm-hmm. which always got panned in so I've actually got my first online learning day tomorrow to complete the course but I oh. think so I reckon like you can learn. It, everyone has different ways. Like my, I'm better being shown or being explained something. If I'm left to just read something, I'll struggle. Yeah. I don't know what it is. If I'm just reading directions, it doesn't often go in. Whereas if someone shows me and then explains, I'll pick it up almost instantly. Yeah. So I think, again, I think it's... Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> I think it all depends on the teacher as well. You yeah. know this yourself. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm totally different. I'll, I'll always, I'm from the beginning, I've always learned online. So it's always just been out of my own kind of doing it and doing it in action but yeah. i love yeah. it it's brilliant yeah yeah, I, bro, 100%. Bro, yeah, yeah definitely. Bro. I learn like you except i like having somebody that knows way more about the subject i.e a teacher to bounce stupid questions off because i've always board. got That's stupid questions my, my, my biggest tip to anyone when it comes to learning is that never be never, no question is stupid i literally yeah. was on a call for a, a guy yesterday <laughs> and he said he said like, an acronym i was like what's that you and, have to. and he went. He was sort of went silent for a second, and, and I'm always just like, "Look, mate, we have in our program, we have like 200 acronyms." I was like, "What the fuck does this one mean?" <laughs> He's like, "No one's ever asked me that." I goes, well, "That's fucking silly." <laughs> you know, yeah. you know like, what? What does this mean? I, I was on a call where uh, I was on a call for a big project I'm working on at work, and they started going through all these acronyms. And oh, did you? We need the glossary. We need the glossary because I'm not going to ask you what all these things mean. We need the glossary. And she was like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. We can do that." 
Yeah. Don't don't sit there and take. I started getting better at my job when I realized, like, no, you, you gotta got ask to, these questions. Oh, man, I learned that so quickly in digital marketing. I would be in meetings and spouting all this stuff, and I now take it back to basics. Like, people don't even know what this is, so no. you just need to tell the, them. Yeah, you the worst the worst thing you can do is just nod your head and kid on you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that is because then you'll get to a point where that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. You're like, nope, do not. It's it the, the thing that I'm doing is really good because um it, I was I was thinking because of the price the price put me off and I don't know why because I'm not paying for it but it's like actually like sitting in a lecture but it's just a video you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you're watching the video and it's just someone talking to you and then they're showing pre-recorded to you, pre-recorded yeah oh, and they're showing things to you as you're you're doing it so I got one screen with kind of like my console on there and I got my other screen with the lady actually showing you how you're doing it. So I'm like typing, going back and forth. I was like, oh, this is, yeah. this is Well, that, that probably explains why the price is so low then. Yeah, maybe. They're, they're, not got, like, they're not having to pay a guy to take the class. And what you were saying about the questions, it has like a Q&A uh, section. So people, and it has points where people have asked questions. Uh, okay. So you can see if your question's already been asked or you can ask a question in there and the tutor will be like, this is your answer or mm-hmm. you can find it here. So... Yeah. It's pretty good so far. 100%. Keep yeah. learning, man. Keep bra. learning. Good. Definitely bra. Yeah, bra. Nice. Uh, well, we'll start getting towards the end of the show. So I actually thought, so instead of doing our usual wa- watching and listening to, but it's coming up for spooky season. So I just <laughs> wanted to ask everyone, what's your favorite scary movie? Oh. Mm. What's your favorite scary what's movie? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I hate horror films. Do you? I, tr- I like old, like maybe artsy ones that aren't scary, but like, see, like when we're just, like fucking about with like last year's, like the, the latest purges and Annabelle's and all these conjuring ones and all these haunted houses, like, nah, get that out of here. I'd piss myself at the Blair Witch Project. So, the original, quality. The original Blair Witch Project. I mean, Beetlejuice is scary, like. The original, <laughs> yeah. the original, original Blair Witch was fucking scary. That scared the shit out of me, too. Yeah. I watched yeah. Blair Witch 2 the other day. so bad. Is it? Um, have you seen Midsummer? You might like that. That's not scary, scary, but it's really fucking unsettling. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't get the huge joy in sitting at home pissing yourself over a, like a horror film and like it's scary. Don't put yourself through that. Just watch them. It's the um, experience, though. I like I, that. It gets my heart Hocus going. Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus <laughs> used yeah. to scare me when I was wee. The the boy, the zipped up lips. Yeah. Uh, he was freaky. Mm. Right, Mike. What's your favorite scary movie? Oof. Um. My favorite. It's not really that scary. I like what are you scary? Like what's like horror? Like horror genre? Like if you have a film that you enjoy. I don't really know. I mean, I like the original Scream. I no, like that that's movie. A classic, oh, that man. is a classic. classic. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. It probably would be that. I don't really. I'm not really into horror movies like that. It's, it's tough. Weird. Yeah. No, but you, Stevie Mac. Uh, all-time go-to horror movie: The Thing. Oh, the original the John Carpenter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a fucking good one. Kurt Russell. Yes. Handsome motherfucker. And man, I, I've seen it loads of times and there's still bits of that movie that make me jump. Yeah, that's, the, that's the thing of a good horror film is one that you actually f- forget. You're not staring at your phone. You're like, holy shit, what's going to happen? Oh, yeah, and I took on your advice and I watched that House of whatever. I always say it wrong. Oh, uh, Haunted Hill, Haunt Hill House. Yeah, House oh my yeah. God, mate, mate, honestly, so scary. I was up till four o'clock one morning oh, watching that. The so thing is, it's scary, but at the same time, it like makes me cry every time. Like the end it's quite sad, fucking, yeah. It's just so beautifully done. Um, oh man, that didn't work out as well because not everyone likes to hit horror films. So we do. Yeah. Watch I watch, I watch them. I especially watch them like if I was like maybe on a date or something. But I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think I would sit at home on a Friday night. Would you know what I really want to do there now? I want to shit myself. So like, I'm not. <laughs> that is not my idea of a fun night. I'm so. here to be snaked, not to be shaked. <laughs> here, like really quickly. Yeah. It's funny how you say that because who's that director and actor? Is it Eli Roth? That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. So I remember watching an interview of a film that he had done and it was like in the DVD post-commentary thing. But he was saying if you want to 
get kind of touchy feely with a girl, you take them to see a horror movie because then she'll be scared jumping all over you. Rather than mm. he says, if you take them to see a rom com, they're not going to be like, I don't know, maybe that was just yeah. I mean, but it may get that. them uh, in, uh, in the mood chip in, you know. But it may be good for get that romantic feeling during a yeah. rom com. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't want to go see a rom. I wouldn't want to see a film actually in general as a first date. You can't actually talk or like. Mm. What's a good how first date then? But I, I've uh, well not dinner um, and drinks. Oh, chippy and a, a pint, to be honest. <laughs> um, and maybe a film like like a thriller or a space film. Like, I'm into space, you know, man. Like, you know, you, yeah. Star you know Wars. You don't Sci-fi. watch comedies when you're in a, on a date in a house. Because if something funny happens, you fart. No. <laughs> 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 no, is that just me? Or you've been a bad I, laugh. Remember, I remember years ago, like, last year I'd been seeing, we were back at my house, and, like, I just chucked the DVD on. It was like a stand-up. And things were starting to get into it. And <laughs> then the, he cracked a joke. And we both started pissing and laughing. <laughs> and I killed the mood. And I was raging because I was literally inches from getting it in. Hey. And I, like I think it can be a bit awkward, though, with comedies if you're on a date as well. Because sometimes if it's like, you know, you don't know them that well. And there's some heavy jokes getting cracked out. Normally, if you were your pals, you'd be in bits. But you don't want to... <laughs> well, I'm not that kind of guy. I, like, I, I, was, with that. I remember being on a date. Well, I was like a second or third date with last year. We went to see Sweeney Todd in the Jack, Johnny Depp film and like Musical. I thought I thought it'd be really funny when they're making these human pies tell him ah oh, mate I could murder a Greg's right now and she just went <laughs> and I was like oh well fuck me <laughs> moral of the story is don't watch a film on the first date do something half decent romantic mm. like I, a I walk think a first date and then a pie to, or something you need to like need to be able to like have like talk yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. Film's and not also do not get steaming drunk on a first date oh no because no, then no. you'll like I remember uh Meeting a lassie in a club and things going really well, but we were steaming drunk. But then, like, I was like, oh, Do you want to go for something to eat? And then it was the worst two hours of my life because oh. we had nothing in common. Oh. And we'd already seen each other and you know, all that stuff. So, like, it was just terrible. And at the end, I, I think at the end, I was like, I'm not going to text you. She's like, <laughs> and she was, and she was like, ah, she's like, Probably like fact she, she, she did literally reply, like She's like, I didn't want you to. This is, I was like, Cool. Thanks for your time. Hope you enjoyed dinner. Good luck Thanks for your for life. Your, was no, it a prostitute? Was, it, it, like it, was really, it wasn't frosty. I think I actually loosened things up a bit. I was just like, that didn't go well. <laughs> and like, for either of us. Sometimes you just got to be honest, man. That's it. No, and if not honest. Well, we do watch and listen to them because we're yeah, scared of moving down. Yeah. Have you been watching and listening to lately? Do, 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 I always say lately, apparently. <laughs> this week. <laughs> lately. I've been watching Hot Ones on uh, YouTube. Oh, great. I'm so late to the party with Hot Ones, but I've been like binging. Still new videos, though, right? Yeah, no, but as I was saying, I was like, like, it's been going on for years. You know what Hot Ones is? No. Yeah, so, yes. So, (laughs) literally, it's a a guy um, called Sean Evans, and he interviews celebrities while they eat hot wings, but with a range of like fucking super spicy sauces. Mm. So, you literally, and he starts off like a semi week one and gets up to this like fucking crazy spicy sauce. And it's just hilarious to watch these celebrities just start to melt from the inside. Yeah, and he, d- he does a lot of crazy things with yeah, his no, hands like, and stuff, Yeah, yeah, he? so I've been watching those of them. I watched someone with Matthew McConaughey, who is, I think, my hero. He's like right, my right, favourite right, person right. in the whole world. Yeah, he's I'd love to go for a pint with Matthew actually, McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does, aye. Um, oh, what else is there? Watch Blair Witch 2. Mm. One banana. <laughs> God. <laughs> but it's like, it's hilarious as to how bad it is. Um, and... I was. What was I listening to this week? I was firing into uh, Nevermind by Nirvana, and nice. also Unplugged 
they were like big Crap. albums when I was younger. Yeah. So like I re-listened to the Unplugged album, like completely took me back. That gets ten bananas for me. That is one of like as it goes. You're such a musher. Fuck you. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm they're not. good. They're good. But like as it, as it goes for like like live albums. That is one that I can listen to start to finish whenever it comes on. It's fucking amazing. And Cobain's voice was just fucking frightening. Yeah, they're so different as well, eh? Yeah. Like, uh, he does like loads of covers, man. His cover of the Bowie song, Man Who Sold the World, that's just fucking that's next one level, of my man. Faves, no joke. Next level tune. Um, so that's it from me, Holly, yourself? Uh, watching, I'm watching, re watching all the New Girls, some oh, crime TV, but yeah, New Girl, Girl honestly, oh, hilarious. Schmidt so. is one of the best. Best written characters ever. A lot of my jokes from tonight have been taken straight from the series. So. Nice. <laughs> I've just I've not seen it. it. Oh, good on excellent you. <laughs> watch the, uh, watch the tic- <laughs> the watch the TikTok of Schmidt's reaction when uh, Jess makes out with his dad. Yes. Like, ah! Oh, brilliant. So good. Um, listening to a lot of disco music, a lot of different nice. playlists, but I'm heavy in my disco. Um, I'm also pod- marketing podcasts um and reading marketing podcasts so a couple um marketing yeah yeah just work podcasts and i'm reading the autobiography of the guy who started nike which is actually quite inspirational um uh who started nike and i um been listening keep talking sorry i've seen a picture and i can't keep going and do two things at once um i'm listening to some hardcore feminist bits of work as well so uh (laughs) and angles um yeah just doing a bunch of stuff um and yeah yeah any so severe banana ratings severe banana what would you, no. give, what would you give new girl oh like 10 yeah. um oh, and the, oh, wow. the books the kind of books i've been listening to oh, podcast brilliant find a lot of help in those as well and like mm. organizing life and that so do you think i would like new girl yes yes oh my yeah. god yeah You'd yeah yeah, right yeah. Up your so Plus, funny Zoe is just chef's kiss is yes. that the lassie for elf yeah yeah, yeah I, I really can't stay <laughs> <laughs> i hate that film by the way i don't mind it ah, it's, yeah, not for me. it's good it's good just can watch it what about you stevie uh, Mac? obviously i've been watching i keep s- every house. time someone's asked me what i've been like watching on netflix i get that show the one you were on about is it hill house the hell yeah but the, what haunt, is it the haunting called? of hill house yeah i've been saying hill house haunting the haunting of hill house you know like oh, i've got it wrong every time but now nah, i've watched that and i watched bly manor perfectly splendid perfectly splendid i like uh, hill house more yeah, yeah. both of them bo- yeah very scary but both of them get a solid seven bananas each yeah. just for the way they are i like them yeah oh and i watched a film called cam with horses it was a it's an irish film and I'm not going to give the oh whole story away, but... Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like that sort of gy- gy- Romany Gypsy type nah, Irish. Nah, they're just no? Irish, I think. Oh, right, okay. yeah, they're just from a wee mm, town in bad. Ireland, and it's, it just basically follows the story of one of the guys, but I'm not going to spoil it. We'll get it watched. It's I'll watch it. Soon. Eight bananas. Eight bananas. Eight, yeah. eight bananas. Yes. <laughs> I was going to try, eight but bananas. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I was listening to Cal Chader some spotify music that was suggested to me it sounds random but <laughs> when i first heard it i heard it on an instagram story right and it sounded like elevator music and it was like cal chader plays the contemporary music of mexico and brazil mm, <laughs> i've been jamming good. it in the car and it's good ah. check yeah. it out cal chader okay uh, nine bananas for that nine <laughs> <even though> it's, <laughs> it's completely unlike anything i'd normally listen to nice. and that's that's it for me 
Mike. What about yourself, Mike? Uh, Dr. Disrespect while doing work. He's hilarious. Anyway. Um, <laughs> have you bought any merch yet? <laughs> I'm close. Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> oh, man. It's like violence. I forgot what his slogan is, but it's funny. Um, Emily in Paris. Anyone see this on Netflix? Oh, I've heard, oh, I've heard it, all about it, but just no. So I was listening to, this is a, a, a urban or a rap podcast I was listening to. And one of the guys was on there was like, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's funny. And it's just kind of like... Uh, you know, just to watch when you're nothing else is on, and me and kind of blew through it in one night. Like we were a fucking oh. blew right through it. It's pretty good. It's funny, but it's not like it's not smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, it's just, just base humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty okay. good. I give it a seven. It, it was all right. Um, we are going through all of the. Um, is it the Marvels universe? Yeah, MCU. The MCU, yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Excellent film. Excellent film. Very good. I cried at Endgame again the other day. Oh, I put it on good. when I was working and stopped and sat and bubbled when... I won't go in there, but everyone knows Spoilers, what I remember. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, yeah, I, really, really good movie. And I kind of shat on those movies when they first came out. I was like, oh, I'm not really interested in this. Both of them are good movies. The first and the second one. I give those an eight. They're really good. good. The thing about is it gets a lot of flack because it's such a big budget. Yeah. But they are well done films. Oh, of course, like, Even yeah. the poor ones are still more than watchable I think even if you want to shit on them it's, it's pretty tough to. to do but it's easy to do, do it's, like, it's like people jumping on the Nickelback bandwagon yeah. don't yeah. say anything bad about Nickelback I don't, there's nothing I can say that hasn't already been said <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, The Bridge there's a show on Channel 4 called The Bridge where mm-hmm. they put a bunch of people on an island in somewhere in North Wales and they have to build a bridge to get to uh, a, another island where there's like 100,000 pounds there so they have to like uh, chop down wood and then tie it all together and have it floating in the water and get to it. And it's just kind of all the shit that they go through in order to do that. And people get voted off. It's all right. It's pretty good. You love that reality. I show. love yeah, that. Yeah, I love that. So <laughs> and just one more thing kind of related to this. But um, I was watching The Mask the other night. Love that fucking oh. movie. Oh, I and literally had the disorder. I tweeted out whatever won the Academy Award that year. It, they were robbed because the mask should, definitely should have won that. And then Gary Monroe tweeted me, "Are you sure?" And he tweeted me a picture of the movie that won that year. Guess what it was? Whoa. Forest fucking Gump. Oh, <laughs> of course it was. And I was like, I'm gonna delete my tweet right now. <laughs> yeah, you can't I will say about that. the mask. The mask was my sexual awakening. Oh, Cameron, the, oh, scene Cameron Cam- the scene where Cameron Diaz walks into that bank. Yeah, she was all wet and glistening. Just literally, people, whoever's listening to that, it's just, there's going to be a load of guys just going and crossing their legs. Just going, she yeah. was yep. 21 there. Oh, mate. Where is she? Like, what happened to her? She married one of the guys from Good Charlotte. Oh, Benji. One um, of them. Yeah. Nah, she done Charlie's Angels, and then her career just died. She's probably got enough money. She's, <laughs> I bet she's very happy, but yeah. that scene where she walks into the bank. She's oh, lovely. Oh, I my concur. goodness. Hmm? I concur. Oh yeah, yeah. I, still, I don't think you can. You can. I no. still to this day want a power tie, and I don't know where you buy those. Like, do you remember that power, power tie? tie. Like, oh, it's a power tie. And it's this like crazy. Oh, the ink, ink blot test. Yeah. Yeah. Rorschach test. Rorschach. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Mask is good shit. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up for the day then, boys. Yeah, that was girls. a good one. Thank you, Harley. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thanks for having me. Do you want to shout out your socials? Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can come get some tips on High Beat. That's at High Beat Digital or Perth Life probably have seen us on Facebook um, and the Velvet Lounge if you would like to make some music or do something cool yes, yes uh, you can find us on Facebook Podbean iTunes and Spotify I am on Twitter at El Rey Grasso. I am also on Twitter at underscore M dots oh you done sorry I thought there was I was waiting for more no it's a short, <laughs> it's a short oh, again. give it again <laughs> shouting out the TikTok and that um, <laughs> you can catch me at Instagram at Stevie Bad Mac and on Twitter at Bad MSF Thank you. And I'm at Holly Irvin. (laughs) 
Careful. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you again, Holly, for sticking yeah, with us. Cheers. 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 Thank you. Uh, we will catch you next week. Peace. Oh. Monkey sword. Fight, fight. Monkey sword. Monkey sword. Fight, fight, fight. Monkey sword. Fight, fight, fight. Monkey sword.